This show was first broadcast on Free FM, Hamilton, New Zealand's community access media organisation. For more information on our lineup of shows and the role we play in the media, visit freefm.org.nz. Lay your head down on my shoulder, don't hold it in your hands. Tell me all your troubles and I'll try to understand. I know your heart's still tender and I know that it still hurts But things can only get better when it seems they can't get any worse Welcome to the Fighting Stigma Show here on Free FM 89.0, independent community media, and also on Raglan Community Radio, Arrow FM, Otago Access Radio, and Radio Kidnappers. I'm your host today, Vanessa, and welcome to the Fighting Stigma Show, where we talk all about mental health. We talk about, I talk about my own personal journey of mental health, and today's topic is personal responsibility. Give my little kind of tidbits of things that I've noticed for myself, the, the behaviors that I've done, and some of the stuff that people have been sharing with me through my work, and like, you know, kind of the outcomes of what kind of different choices we make are. So before I get into all that juiciness, I want to have a quick chat about our sponsor, Progress to Health. Progress to Health believes in creating communities without barriers, and to achieve that we tailor supports to adults experiencing mental health and or disabilities, based on their goals to encourage recovery, independence and community involvement. Progress to Health has teams that provide peer support, recovery education, workshops, employment preparation and support, including navigation with other services. Service users are allocated a community support facilitator on referral depending on their goals to mental recovery and achievement. We have offices in Hamilton, Tokoroa and New Plymouth. So if that sounds like something you or someone you know might be interested in and you are in the Waikato DHB region, Tauranaki or Taupo, um, then have a listen to this ad I'm about to play um, for Progress South and get in touch with us. At Progress to Health, we provide a range of support for those who have experienced mental illness. People who have dealt with mental illness and associated disabilities are supported holistically to maximise their potential. We want to empower your journey to recovery. Check out our website, www.progresstohealth.org.nz or call us free on 0800 77 57 57. Now, don't stress if you missed any of those contact details for Progress to Health and you think, hey, that sounds like something would be really great for myself or someone else. I do play the ad at the end of the show, so you can stick around and you'll be able to grab those contact details. Or you can find us again next week on the Fighting Stigma Show on Free FM 89.0 on Thursdays at midday. Um, we also repeat on Friday mornings at 5.30 a.m. and Sundays at 3.30 p.m. And you can find us on the you can grab our podcast anytime. So there's a whole lot of um, back episodes um, through podcasts. So you can find us on the Free FM website, which is freefm.org.nz, or on accessmedia.org, or Spotify, which is really really awesome, or whatever your podcast player is. Just type in Finding Stigma and see if you can find it. So, as I was saying, I want to have a chat about personal responsibility. Now, one of the things I think is really important to remember is sometimes there are things around our mental health that we cannot control. There is just stuff that happens and it's, it's pretty much the same as asthma, right? It is a thing that is 
and it's going to do its stuff and you can only do what you can to kind of minimize it, mitigate it, help get over it faster, right? But one of the things that we have to really be aware of and one of the things that I think sometimes kind of falls to the wayside because when our mental health is not well, it's all consuming, right? And I think when we're really, really unwell, obviously we're not responsible to a certain extent for our actions, for what happens, because like, you know, it's happening because our well-being is off the charts, right? But at the same time, we are responsible for the outcome or the impact of that, if that makes sense. And I don't know if I'm explaining the difference between responsible for the actions, but responsible for the impact of those actions. So I'll give a personal example. When I was really unwell, quite a few years ago now, I a friend invited me to come stay with them. And I thought they meant come hang out at our house, like have all your stuff there, like hang out. Um, they didn't say move in. So they just said come stay. So I had a, I was being a guest. And they had meant me move in as a flatmate. But they never talked to me about rent or how much I would be paying or anything like that. So I had a, I was coming as a guest. So I was giving the money towards power and food. And I thought that was what was required. And I was not cognizant of any of the subtle conversations they were having with me around this. And so what happened is they started feeling really taken advantage of. Totally understandably, I was living there rent free. And when we talked about it later, I apologized because actually I had taken advantage of them without actually realizing it or having that be an intention or an action I was taking, making happen, right? But I was, I also, I had to apologize that I was not aware, like I hadn't realized that's what they meant, like the words they said meant this to me at the time and I didn't, did not notice any of the subtle conversations they were having with me about other stuff. I just thought they were being odd and it did not, like, because I was quite off the planet. And so I was responsible for the impact of that action because, like, that really affected our friendship. And it got to the point where they're like, well, can we be friends with this person who just actually wants us to feed and house them for free? Like, I was giving them money for food and stuff, but it wasn't, like, you know, as much as it should have been for, like, everything I was getting by living in their house. And I realized that I was not responsible for not recognizing at the time that was what was going on, but I was definitely responsible for the outcome of that, like for the fallout, because as much as I didn't choose to become unwell, I didn't choose to kind of like have my um, my cognition be completely not good and not there, I, I'm still responsible for what the impact of my world, like in the world is. Right. And so I actually recognize that I have to start like it's sometimes what my responsibility is, is actually looking after myself to minimize the amount of times I get unwell or to make sure I let people know this is the stuff that happens for me when I'm unwell. So people recognize and I have a plan in place so that if I become unwell, I don't change houses so that I don't sit myself into those sort of positions where something really bad's happening and I don't recognize that I'm taking advantage of someone or someone else is taking advantage of me. That's also totally a, a possibility, right? And so it's that whole kind of planning and preparation, which if you've been listening to the Fighting Sigma show for a while, you've heard me talk all about because I have this thing called the three Ps and it's planning, preparation and persistence. Because actually I really think we have to be aware of what we need to do and then start make a plan for how we're going to do it and then just stick to it and try and get it done. 
obviously you can change the plan along the way because sometimes what we think at the beginning is going to work. We realize once we start doing it, no, this is not the right choices. We need to change this. And so that's completely within that. Like you can just change when you need to. But with this personal responsibility, a lot of times like, and this conversation's come up because of about three different conversations I've had in the last week of people saying someone had been newly diagnosed and they said, oh, okay, so because I've had this diagnosis, it means that everyone has to forgive me for everything I've done in the past that's upset them, irritated them, put them out, caused damage, whatever. Like they will have to forgive me because it was the diagnosis. It was this, this is what's happened. So they will have to forgive me. Taking no personal responsibility for anything that's happened, right? And it was like kind of a bit of a, oh, really? That's that's an interesting take on it. Like definitely I would put forward like saying, hey, I now understand this is why I did all these things in the past. And I really get that it really upset people, it hurt people, like people don't want to be my friend now. Like this is what's going on. This is so people know this is what was happening. It was not me being dreadful and horrible human being. This is what was going on. My brain was telling me false things. This is like things weren't working. Right. I now know this. I'm going to mitigate this in the future and try and work on not having that happen. Right. That was not what they were doing. They they very clearly said, it's all this the the illness's fault. None of it's on me. In the future, it'll be what it is. And you know, you all have to forgive me. Literally said the words, you all have to forgive me. And it's like, okay, that's an interesting take. But um, then I had someone else who was in their late twenties, um, an adult, had been working at some point in their life, but their belief was that their parents owed them. A house, like they, their parents should open their house to them, like and feed them and clothe them and pay them money because they had a mental illness. And this was not a mental illness such that they were incapable of working. It was just a bit harder, right? Uh, I know because I have bipolar and anxiety. Like my working life is great. Like working for Progress to Health is amazing. They're a really great employer for someone with mental health. But like it takes a lot of work. Sometimes it's really. Like, it's not just me getting out of bed, having a shower, grabbing some breakfast and wandering, wandering off to work. It's not that simple, which it could be for someone else, right? There is a whole lot that goes into keeping my functionality and my focus and my emotional regulation going, right? And this person had decided that actually because it was such hard work, it wasn't on them. They had no personal responsibility about any of it. And so they literally had had this mindset that their parents owed them to look after them for the rest of their life. And it, this caused huge issues because the family was not, that was not, they did not agree with that. And they also did not agree with when this person became very unwell, they became quite violent. So they were like, no, this is not okay. We can't, this is not what, we're not willing to do that. Right. I know some people would be, and that's completely fine. Like if you say to someone, Hey, if I get really unwell, I want you to pay the rent, pay my rent. And the other person says, Yep, totally. I'm totally on board with that. I'll pay your rent so you can take some time out and get better. If they're willing to do that, more kudos to you both because that's completely fine. As someone who experiences mental health, we can't say, I want you to do this thing for me and you have to and give no choice to the other person. The other person still has choice, right? Our personal responsibility is to present it in a way that actually, hey, I would find this really beneficial. Would you be willing to? Would you be able to? And then if they're not able or willing to, finding a different way and accepting that because actually it's about having like some grace for yourself to go, hey, life has handed me a really bad deck of cards. Like this is, can be really, really rough. And some days I do not know how to deal with this. 
But other days it's just about like just giving yourself the time to go, hey, what can I do? What am I able to do? What are the blessings in my life? Where are the good stuff in my life? And what is the stuff that I'm responsible for that when I do it, I feel really good that I managed to do it. Like even if it's as simple as like making, like having, getting up and having a shower and cleaning your teeth today. Because let's be honest, we all know there's some days that's really, really freaking hard and not doable, right? If you manage to get your washing done and fold it up, not quite put away, but it's all folded in the basket and that's a win for you, celebrate that win, right? There's no have-tos in life. I mean, there's certain ones, have-tos, obviously, like we need to have food and water or else, you know, we're not going to survive. But it's about what do you choose to action in our life. And one of the things I find is that around mental health is that when we're not well, it's so all-encompassing and it changes our perception of the world and ourself and those around us and what's happening that it can make it really hard to make decisions in the moment, right? Or we make decisions that we would not normally make. And so sometimes I think the biggest part of personal responsibility is actually making choices before we're unwell. So actually having a plan, knowing what makes a difference, knowing the things that trigger us, knowing what things that make us feel really unwell, make it really hard to kind of feel like we're on top of it, right? What are the things that happen around us or within us that actually if that's going on, I don't feel okay. I don't feel competent at dealing with the world. So when we recognize those triggers, we can get things in place so that we either minimize the amount of times you're around that sometimes you can avoid it completely there's a lot of times there's a lot of triggers that we can't avoid completely but we can kind of minimize right and then maybe it's actually what are the warning signs so like what are the signs that you know you're getting unwell right because personal responsibility is literally being aware of those things isn't it right like once you're aware of what are the signs i'm becoming unwell and then having an action plan for hey this is how i'm going to help myself get back to as well as i can be right? Because we're not talking about removing all, it's not, it's not about having an absence of symptoms or unwellness. It's about having a life you can still f- enjoy, you can still take part in, that actually can still happen whether you're experiencing symptoms of your mental unwellness or not, right? So for myself, when I talk about recovery, I talk about living a life I love, whether I'm experiencing symptoms or not right because as much as I don't want I still want to be going to work I still want to be able to go see my friends and when I'm really unwell I I literally can't leave my house little sometimes I can't even leave my room like the anxiety is so strong and so I mean I don't particularly love those days but actually when I've set stuff up such that like actually I have some sick leave I have a good enough relationship with my employer. I've made sure I'm on top of my work enough that if I'm away for a day or two, the world's not ending. Like that is still living a life I love because taking a day or two out to look after myself is actually part of the plan, right? Like it's a really important part of like self-care, like knowing what will make a difference long-term. It's the same thing as like if you get the flu, right? If you start trying to you get really, really sick with the flu and you think, no, no, I'm just going to push through because you haven't planned for it, right? You don't have any sick leave. You don't have anything kind of taken care of, right? And you keep putting other things off so that like, they're really due now. So you absolutely have to. You're really, really sick. It's A, it's going to suck. It's going to be horrible to try and work through doing that. Like these days, you probably won't be allowed in the workplace, hopefully. Like you might have to work from home. But 
you're actually going to probably stay sick for longer because you're not able to take that time out to, to rest to get better, right? And our mental health and our emotional health is the same thing. Like we have to take those moments to actually look after ourselves. And if you've listened to Finding Stigma, you've heard me talk all about self-care, lots and lots. And it's one of the things I really love about personal responsibility is it's personal, right? You get to choose what you are responsible for. And one of the things that can make a really big difference is actually recognizing what you're responsible for and then making a plan on how you're going to do that. Right, because a lot of times we ex- we're really empathetic people, right? So we're like so often a lot of people I've supported over the years because I've worked for Progress to Health for almost thirteen years now, and like so many people are so empathetic, so caring, and what happens is they take on other people's burdens, so they end up becoming they feel they are responsible for other people, right? And so what's happening in their world, and so they take it all on, and actually. One of the first conversations I have with people when we talk about personal responsibility in person, like during a support group or during a recovery course, is what are the things that you've picked up and have said you are responsible for that is actually truly someone else's responsibility and you could hand back and give yourself some space and some grace so you could do your own thing to look after you. And a lot of people were like, oh, and they have to stop and they have to think and go, I'm not really sure. And then they realize, hey, I've taken on that I'm supposed to be responsible for this person's happiness. So I drop everything in my life and run anytime they're not feeling happy or well, any little thing. And it's like, they're like, hey, that's something I deeply, deeply care about. But their, their, their happiness is not my responsibility. My responsibility is to be a good friend, a good family member, a good like partner. And these are the actions that I would do to do that. And that just gives them this opening and this removal of guilt and shame and obligation so that they can actually enjoy that relationship again, but also so they give themselves some space to look after themselves so that they're actually ongoingly able to do more. Because the times we actually give ourselves the space to just be, to actually do some self-care, to just breathe, to have some time out and to have some recovery time means that we're actually capable of keeping going, right? Because when we overwork ourselves, when we overstress ourselves, when we get overwhelmed, quite often what happens is we have a crash. If all of us who experience mental health, quite often the crash is not pretty. It's quite intense and it's really horrible and it can have life-altering effects, right? And so we want to avoid that if we can. And I think the first step is recognizing what are we responsible for? What is actually on your plate? Ultimately, like quite often it's like whether you're working, maybe you have children, maybe you have pets, you have to, like you're responsible for making sure if you have medication, you're taking it. Maybe you have like having food, having water, getting like whatever's on your rap plan about like the things you do to help yourself stay well. Quite often a lot of those things are on our on our plate for being responsible for, right? Like I'm responsible for the fact that I say actually part of my rap plan is that I need to get seven to eight hours sleep a night. So I'm responsible for not staying up until 2 a.m. watching TV or reading fan fiction. Like that's on me. That's not on anyone else. And the same thing is that I know getting some sunshine as often as I can is really important. So again, it's on me. So even if I'm having a day where I'm really anxious and I the, the whole feeling of leaving the house is stressing me out and my like the anxiety is getting so high that I start hyperventilating when I'm standing at the door. It's like, okay, but can I go stand at 
like the French doors in my back my bedroom like I haven't left my bedroom but there's some sunshine coming in the window possibly isn't doing the same thing as actually being outside in the fresh air and getting the vitamin d but it's doing something it's better than lying in my bed with a pillow over my head trying to pretend like the world doesn't exist right but that I'm responsible for that I'm responsible for trying to make those actions and the thing that can be I think really important is recognizing we just small actions like find little actions and when you're feeling overwhelmed with the world in general and like things are stunning like you as my friend says it's your cheese is sliding off your cracker don't dump more stuff on yourself don't go well I'm responsible for all of these things it's like no choose one or two things today you're responsible for taking your medication and having a shower that's it like anything else is a bonus right or it might be today you're responsible for making a meal for everybody else because you've been promising that you do that and you're like if I do that I'll feel better I'll feel like I've done something right what is the one or two things you can do sometimes if we're not doing well this is not the time to have that conversation about what am I responsible for because I tell you what my cognition when I'm not doing well either I'm manic and I just take on everything and think I'm either not I'm not on the planet so I don't even recognize what I should or shouldn't be doing and I or I take on everything and have these grand plans these amazing things the lists I can make when I'm up when I'm elevated amazing right or I'm depressed or I'm super super anxious and I'm like I cannot do anything. Just the whole concept of trying to make a decision is like overwhelming and impossible. Like honestly, when I very recently had um, a quite major anxiety episode, like if someone had asked me a question, I could not, like even if it was like, do you want chamomile tea or lemon and ginger? And they're my two favorite teas currently. And like normally I just go, which one do, do I want, spicy or not spicy? And like, I can choose. I could not choose. I couldn't even tell you if I wanted a cup of tea, right? It was too hard. So you don't have those conversations with yourself when you're not feeling well. What you do is you wait until you're feeling a bit better. But when you're not feeling well, what you do is you talk to other people and you talk about what you need and what's going on. Because actually the more times we reach out, the more times we have someone else who can give us even just some a listening ear or some understanding, they may not have a solution. And often we don't want a solution, right? What we want is someone to listen and validate our experience and our upset, like just how it's feeling for us. Because generally, experiencing mental health and like going through an episode where things aren't good, it's not comfortable, it's not nice. We just want someone to let us know that they hear us and they believe us, right? And sometimes... We don't have someone right near, right here, right now, who we can do that with, right, for a variety of reasons. So what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to do our regular series of support lines. So grab a pen and paper and write some of these numbers down. So if you ever need someone to talk to, give your listening ear, you'll know where to reach out to. So the first support line that I want to give you is 1737. Now, that's pretty much what it's called, so need to talk. 1737. It's a free call or text service and it's available 24 7, um, so 24 hours a day, seven days a week. So you'll get to talk or text with a trained counsellor and this service is completely free. So if you're feeling anxious or um, run down, depressed, needing to talk to someone, give them a call or give them a text. 1737.
The next number I want to give you is the Crisis Assessment Team, or CAT Team, and their number is 0800 50 50 50. So that's assistance for people who are in crisis in the Waikato DHB region. So they're a Crisis Assessment Team, they're part of the Community Mental Health, um, so they are kind of like right up there with when things are going really, really wrong, it's very urgent care is needed um, around mental health. So that number again is 0800 50 50 50. The next number I want to give you is Lifeline. So Lifeline is an amazing service. It's a 24-hour telephone support service available for anyone needing emotional support. So 24-7, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Now their number is 0800 543-354 and they have trained counsellors and just amazing people that you can have a talk to no matter what time of day it is. The next number I want to give you is the Depression Helpline. Now, the Depression Helpline is related to depression.org.nz. Um, you may have seen some of their ads around, like the um, with John Kewen. They have a whole lot of videos on the online service, but this is the phone line service. So, Depression Helpline, 0800 111 now they're there they're, if you just have someone you need someone safe to talk to, they're available from eight AM in the morning to midnight. And they're a really great service, just someone calm and like gentle to talk to about whatever's going on for you. Now the next number I've got for you is not a mental health support line, it's actually the health line. So it's health information service for all the family and it's staffed by registered nurses who will give information and advice. I have used this line, it's for general health, medical, um, medical health, physical health and it's really amazing because sometimes when things are going wrong with your body you don't know what's happening, you're not sure if we need to go the ambulance route or you need to go to the hospital. They're trained nurses, so they will actually ask you a bunch of questions. You can answer them, and they'll let you know what you need to do, and it's a huge relief. So the Healthline number is 0800 611 116, and that's available 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. The next number I want to give you is the Suicide Prevention Helpline. Now, this is support, information and resources to people who are at risk of suicide and or the family of family or whanau and friends supporting them. Now, it's available from midday to midnight and their number is 0508 Totoko, which is 0508 828 865. Now, the next number I want to give you is the Shine Confidential Helpline. And the Shine Confidential Helpline specialises in domestic violence to help keep people safe from abuse. So their number is 0508744633. And the last number that I want to give you is I want to give you the outline. Now this is a gay and lesbian outline New Zealand. So it's support for people, um, gay and lesbian people, people um, who want to have someone to talk to about whatever's going on around that because quite often we need a bit of extra support and when you're not getting that support that can definitely lead to mental health stuff. So this is a really great line. Um, so the outline, the number is 0800 688 5463. So if you missed any of those contact details, as I said, we do play those at the end of every single show of Fighting Stigma. So come back in next week and listen to Fighting Stigma and grab all those details where you need them. But that's all we have time for today. So from us all here, take care. At Progress to Health, we provide a range of support for those who have experienced mental illness. 
People who have dealt with mental illness and associated disabilities are supported holistically to maximise their potential. We want to empower your journey to recovery. Check out our website, www.progresstohealth.org.nz or call us free on 0800 77 57 57. For more episodes, use the accessmedia.nz app for iOS and Android devices or subscribe to this podcast via Spotify, iHeartRadio or Apple Podcasts. This free FM podcast was brought to you with support from New Zealand On Air.